watching old Hobtoad. Yeah, have you ever walked straight out in the pines, leaving all your fears and troubles far behind? So, Sean, who are you and what do you do here at Pinelands Preservation Alliance? Yeah, so hi, my name is uh, Sean Kane Holland, and I am the new uh, acting access nature disability advocate here for the Pinelands Preservation Alliance. What are some of the things you're looking at to actually help people get into the outdoors? So first goal would be to actually just provide folks with enough information uh, you know, at, the, at these land sites, you know, these outdoor sites, so they can deduce to, for themselves, what is accessible to them. So just apply, you know, providing them with information as to what the amenities are, the features are at these sites. So they can, again, just uh, figure out if, if the site is, you know, truly accessible to them. Um, another uh, goals would be to uh, get um, assistive equipment. So like for uh, kayaking and canoeing, there are uh, ADA docks that are assisting, you know, help assist folks getting into these, into the water and, you know, and actually enjoy uh, that outdoor recreation. Also looking at uh, surfaces uh, for trails, uh, so compacted surfaces as well as boardwalks, you know, making things flat and, uh, you know, sturdy, stable for folks to actually get out and, and enjoy uh, hiking and, and walking. Um, then also uh, looking at the uh, Amenities for camping as well, uh, people who might have motorized wheelchairs. Uh, also, thinking about the avenues for maybe uh, assisting state parks uh, for acquiring um, assistive equipment. I've noticed uh, various states throughout the nation have actually had programs where they, they get uh, have been able to get funding to provide uh, these state parks to have uh, you know, electric wheelchairs, and they could then rent them out to, to visitors to go romp the, uh, romp the grounds. So what got you interested in this topic? Why, why is this something that you care about? Yeah, so I would say, I mean, I wouldn't really say I had like an aha moment. Uh, uh, I was actually born with spina bifida. So um, just being born with that, uh, you know, I from the outset, you know, I, I'm aware of, you know, the struggles, you know, the barriers that folks um, struggle with. So I myself am more mobile than than, uh, than other folks. So uh, I just wanted to be able to, uh, I am a very avid outdoorsman. So I just wanted to be able to help others, you know, assist them in, you know, getting out there and enjoying mental and physical uh, benefits from, from getting out in, into nature. So, so on that benefit side, what, what is it that, that you value about being able to go into open spaces and wild lands? What, what, what is the benefit that you take from that ability? So I, I really enjoy kayaking. And for me, that's like the easiest way to actually get some kind of uh, exercise uh, while also enjoying uh, uh, nature and seeing different, uh, you know, our very interesting and unique ecosystem here in the Pine Barrens, you know, getting out and seeing endangered species and bald eagles and, uh, you know, but just getting, you know, fresh air and, you know, re rejuvenating uh, spiritual, you know, visceral connection to, to the outdoors. On the flip side of that, what, what is, what's it like to not be able to do that, to not have that opportunity? I will say, you know, the past 
the previous two years, I was struggling with some uh, health issues where I wasn't able to get out. And, you know, so I was just stuck in the home and not being able to get out is really just a, a stress builder, you know, not being able to get out and, you know, get fresh air, listen to the sounds of, of nature and, um, you know, just getting exercise even, you know, just to uh, clear your mind and being stuck inside is, is not fun. <laughs> so, so having those experiences, you maybe recognize a value in making sure that as many people as we, as, as we can, can, can make possible have access to these places. Is, is it, does that sound? Yeah. I mean, we, we definitely want to get, you know, as many folks out there as we possibly can, you know, and, uh, providing them with information and resources to be able to actually get out and enjoy the outdoors. So along those lines, uh, Pinelands Preservation Alliance and teamed up with a group called HopeWorks out of Camden to create the accessnaturenj.org website. What's, what's that website all about? So that's an interactive map that does provide uh, folks with, um, you know, valuable information so they can then, you know, decide for themselves whether, you know, these sites are for them, if there's accessibility, you know, for them. Uh, it's interactive. So uh, the average individual can go on site or online and, you know, when they visit these sites, they can input, you know, valuable information and, uh, you know, provide it to, to the general public. So anybody can go on that site and... Pick a trail, pick a scenic spot or, or uh, another natural location or visitor center and upload information on whether or not that specific area is uh, accessible and open to people of, of all abilities? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you can input information, you know, whether there's bathrooms, parking, you know, uh, trails, um, also canoeing, kayaking, you know, birding. Uh, these are all, you know, outdoor recreational activities that I'm looking at, uh, you know, expanding on accessibility and inclusiveness and, you know, programs as well, eco and cultural uh, tours. Uh, you know, if there's programs that are accessible and inclusive at these sites, it's also information that can be uploaded and provided to the public. So what's one site that you could you know, right now recommend to people that um, has some of those features that you'd be looking for in an accessible trail, accessible visitor center. At Sign Lake uh, in, in Wharton State Forest has a, has a trail system that is accessible. Um, also, uh, Batstow Village, there is a, an ADA uh, surface, a compacted surface trail there. Uh, so those are some state parks. I know that uh, Burlington County Park System has some really great uh, park uh, park amenities and uh, they're working on projects there. They have uh, Arnie's Mount, uh, which has uh, you know, uh, asphalt trails, which is in farming area. And that's really great for folks to get out. And also uh, Smithville, Mount Holly. Uh, they have some really great uh, trail systems there and uh, some sensory gardens. And, you know, I, I know PSE and G had helped them, you know, plot out some trail systems and um, interpretive signs there as well. How have you found the various government agencies of the Pinelands? And we're talking municipalities, counties, state parks, wildlife management areas, um, and more. There's so many different entities. How have you found um, their receptiveness to the approach that you are recommending? 
So I found very good receptive, yeah, reception uh, from from uh, from the state uh, as well as the uh, county parks, and I'm working on the municipalities, uh, but a lot of these. Uh, you know, agencies are you know already in the in the process of of actually providing these uh, you know amenities and you know accessibility and inclusiveness uh, you know in their you know overall plans and, and language for uh, improving these sites. So when you're picking looking for a trail, what are some of the features that that would attract you there that you think would be um, worthwhile? You know, for for someone looking for an outdoors ex- experience in in the in, in or around the Pinelands. What are some of those features that you're looking for? I'm trying to get sites that are, you know, a wide range of, of sites. So, you know, different ecology. So, uh, you know, beaches, coastal regions, uh, wetlands, um, <clears throat> as well as, you know, in interior upland areas, um, looking for, you know, areas that have flat surfaces and where we can expand on making these uh, trails a little wider and, and flatter and, uh, just uh, also looking for sites like uh, birding and uh, fishing, canoeing, kayaking, uh, hunting as well, uh, archery and and uh, and uh, gun ranges as well. I know that the Stratford um, <clears throat> has just uh, developed or implemented um, at their at their range. There they have uh, ADA accessibility. So for folks that enjoy that uh, recreation, there's that ability to go out there and enjoy that topic. Um, you know, one thing that we're working on together is trying to create an accessible trail at Pemberton Lake alongside the uh, Pemberton Township, alongside uh, Fish and Wildlife. Uh, so is this an easy process or is this something that, that uh, takes a little time? It definitely takes time uh, working with people, you know, talking, having conversation, you know, and then developing ways to you know, collaborate and uh, put, you know, put these things into fruition, put these projects into fruition. Yeah. So I guess it's, it's just not as simple as here's, here's a location. No. Let's build a trail here. There's, no. there's many. There's many. Hoops and ladders. There's many hoops and ladders to, to navigate, uh, you know, agencies, you know, state agencies and, and the local agencies to, to work with and try to come up with ways to, you know, accomplish these goals. So how can people get involved and maybe help out with, with some of this process? It, 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 are you looking for people to come and join this this cause? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's always opportunities for volunteer work, uh, you know, for improving trails. Uh, we do have a Access Nature Forum, which we have quarterly meetings that are through Zoom. And this is a, just an opportunity for us to, you know, talk about ways of accomplishing our goals, you know, talking about barriers and, and uh, you know, coming up with uh, um, coming up with ideas to, to actually accomplish the goals. So you work uh, half time for Pinelands Preservation Alliance. What do you What do you do with the rest of your your work week? So I am also working uh, as a I work in the history history department for the State Park Service. I work at Batstow Village, uh, where I uh, you know provide uh, programming for uh, historical programs for for the site there, as well as you know planning and developing those those uh, programs for the fam for the entire family. Uh, mainly uh, lead tours of uh, the Batstow Mansion. Uh, we're also working on uh, wayside projects there and interpretive um, 
projects. How, how has that experience leading tours, um, you know, in a major state park, how has that shaped your approach to doing this, this kind of work? The mansion itself is accessible, at least to the first floor, but the second and third floor of the home is not. So uh, we actually have been developing, uh, working on a, a, a binder, a, a companion binder. So for folks who can't reach the upstairs, there will be a little script and uh, you know photographs of, of items that are upstairs in the home, so they're not, so they can actually get some kind of uh, you know program. But also, uh, we're hoping to maybe. Uh, implement cameras so when we do the tours and we lead upstairs there might be uh like a uh ipad of sorts you know down the uh, entrance hallway for folks who aren't mobile to actually follow along with us upstairs that's really interesting and i definitely would not have thought of that so that's that's great so you know obviously the met the the mansion was constructed in a time before the american with disabilities act yeah, yes. um which revolutionized um how we construct buildings and, you know, public places in the, in the United States. Mm -hmm. What are some of the, um, what are some of the issues that we need to work on? Because obviously the Pinelands Act predates the American with Disabilities Act also. Mm -hmm. Are there aspects of the, the Pinelands Act, the Comprehensive Management Plan that we might want to take a look at? Well, yeah, going back to the, the trail systems, um, Definitely would be uh, worth considering looking at uh, you know the uh, wording you know for what we can use uh, for for servicing uh, for these trails. That's definitely a big big uh, barrier that we need to try to navigate. It's a little bit of a tricky subject to discuss because there's a lot of nuance to the regulation. But you know essentially any scenic almost any scenic area in the pinelands is going to be within what the commission calls a wetland buffer mm -hmm. so uh for people that that haven't read the 290 page comprehensive management plan a wetlands buffer is essentially um 300 feet out from any wetlands so if you were to say design a trail around say a lake or a mm -hmm. pond uh, which, you know, is obviously a very uh, high demand scenic feature in the pylons. It's our main scenic resource of these wetlands. Um, to put a, a stable surface in that area, there, there is no regulation in, in the Pinelands Act to provide for an accessible trail surface in a wetland or a wetland buffer. And so that's what we're navigating right now with the commission is what is, is a, a surface that would be stable, but also not impact the wetland in any way. And so what's the surface that we're looking at for the Pemberton Lake Trail? So for the Pemberton Lake Trail, we are looking at uh, uh, rock, uh, crushed rock. So uh, I believe it is bluestone. And uh, we're just looking at that to, to have a compacted surface. And, and so that's the main challenge, right? Finding a surface that is both... Um, acceptable to the commission and other regulatory bodies, but then also have the budget to yes. implement yeah. such a surface. Yeah. Okay. And, and what's, what's, what's your, what's your focus? Do you have a specific area that you're looking at now to, you know, find these trail projects? Say if somebody has an idea for, for um, an area that might make sense for an accessible trail, what's, what's like a focus area? Falling back to what I enjoy the most would be kayaking. So, I mean, I'm looking at uh, 
parks, state parks, like at Sign Lake, uh, recreational lakes, uh, like Parvin, uh, to, uh, you know, have ADA docks so folks can get out and enjoy the water. Um, but, uh, you know, also, uh, in the, uh, coastal regions having, uh, you know, trails developed in those regions. Going back for a second with, with the surfacing, uh, you know, um, obviously there are many trails around water bodies, mm -hmm. but essentially those trails are only open to people who can navigate them without a, without a specialized surface. Mm -hmm. So do you see that as, as a, as a disconnect in the regulations that these trails exist, but per the regulations, they're really only, um, made available to a certain so, group. Yeah, I absolutely find that to be an issue. I, you know, we're barring an entire you know, section of our community, uh, you know, saying that, oh, these folks are able to have access, but, you know, we can't, we're not going to provide you with, you know, the material or the assistance to, to allow everybody to have access. How has the Department of Disability Services uh, helped this initiative? So they uh, actually initiated the uh, a grant that we are you know currently funded by through the uh, Inclusive Health the uh, Communities program, and uh, so they've been a great you know uh, partner with us, and uh, you know have allowed us to to do this project, work on this project. So you know, typically Pinelands Preservation Alliance has been an advocacy organization, a watchdog organization. Do you see this as a little bit of a shift? in the approach of, of our organization? It's definitely a shift, yeah. But it also, I think, in, encompasses it as well. I mean, it just, you know, broadens our horizons, I would say. It's definitely something that would fall within our, you know, our projects and in our work here, as we are trying to, you know, get the, the community, the whole community aware of, you know, preserving these source resources and, uh, you know, learning as well as, you know, getting the enjoyment from it, from uh, being out outdoor in nature. So, so you see broadening of the coalition, so to speak, as, as one of the benefits of getting more people of all different kinds yeah. of stripes. It brings in, you know, the rainbow of, you know, of different communities that are out there. So it, it is a great uh, project, I think, to have and, you know, to, to broaden that, you know, to encompass everybody, what their interests are, what their you know capabilities are. Not everybody lives right where there's a trail. Not everybody lives right where there's a park. So, so what are, what are, what are some of the barriers beyond just the surfacing that people have to getting into the pylons and and getting those benefits of being in open spaces? Transportation it would is definitely a, an issue for some who who don't have the ability to drive themselves out here or drive to the, to those locations. So yeah, uh, public transportation is definitely an issue. Um, also, just the uh, information that is provided by some of these land uh, the managers of these sites. You know, they need to be able to provide folks online through online services. You know what what they have available to, to everybody. What do, you, what do you think could be an example of, of a solution as far as public transportation goes into open uh, spaces? Well, maybe uh, 
getting in contact with uh, like Access Link, uh, you know, companies like that to see if they they could broaden their uh, their uh, the range, you know, and where they're taking or where they can you know, these services can go, you know, maybe focus on you know some of the bigger parks, you know, saying yeah we can take you out uh, to these locations. What's what's coming up on your radar as far as something that that people can get involved with? You mentioned the Access Nature Forum. Is there is there one coming up? Is there something that you would invite people to? Yeah, so they are taking place quarterly. Our next one will be April twelfth, and uh, the uh, themes for these upcoming um, uh, forums are going to be know your parks. And I'm hoping to get uh, you know uh, to recruit uh, land agencies and their managers to come on uh, talk about you know projects that they're currently undertaking and you know uh, features at these parks that are accessible and inclusive. Uh, just so we can get that information out to folks. And then, you know, people can also, after uh, the discussion, you know, have, you know, ask questions and, you know, have input on on uh, these projects that are taking place. So I've been in contact with Burlington County System, uh, Park Systems, as well as the uh, National Park Systems. And I'm hoping to get these land managers to come on and, and uh, discuss these projects and, you know, resources and avenues that we could be taking to, to uh incorporate this accessibility inclusiveness in, in these parks. Is there anything else coming up that people could get involved with uh, in this process? Yeah, so uh, current uh, currently we do have a uh, meeting uh, for February 24th at 9.30 with the Pinelands Commission, uh, as well as the Pemberton Township and uh, New Jersey Fish and Wildlife. Uh, and hopefully uh, they will be signing off on a memorandum for, uh, you know, allowing us to incorporate these uh, compacted surfaces uh, for trails. Uh, so this is a, a meeting that is open to the public. So if you were interested in, in uh, you know, going out and showing support for this uh, project, it is open to the public and we definitely uh, would appreciate any anyone to come out and, you know, show their support for that. And people can get up and, and talk about why these trails and accessible surfaces are important to them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, uh, it is open to the public. So you have uh, uh, stories or issues, concerns, just uh, information about the, the subject there. They are absolutely able to uh, put forth their ideas. What's your instinct? Do you think the commission will be receptive to allowing an accessible surface at, at the lake? I do think they, they are receptive. I mean, with the last meeting that I had with them, they they definitely seemed like they were on board and were just trying to figure out ways of accomplishing this goal. And having the public there showing support, that always helps, right? And yeah, having public support and, and uh, bodies out there is always, always a help. Nothing like a little pressure, too. No, yeah. It allow, you know, got to put some pressure down on the... Sean, thank you so much for coming out and, and just... And just to remind me, uh, what are some of those important dates that people can look for going forward with some of your work? Yeah, so our next forum is held on April 12th uh, at 7 p.m. And uh, that'll be about an hour-long uh, discussion so that everybody's welcome to, to uh, participate in. The Pilots Commission uh, meeting is going to be uh, February 24th at uh, 
9.30, and that is open to the public, so everybody who's willing or wanting to, to participate in that meeting is able to, to join in. Okay, Sean, well, thank you so much for uh, doing the podcast and really looking forward to seeing what you what you do in, in your role here at Pinelands Preservation Alliance. Yeah, well, thank you, Jason, for this opportunity to uh, for me to uh, promote my role here and, and discuss the, you know, the initiative and the projects that we have. Far behind